Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Ritualistic. This episode is our mid-season finale, which means there's only 10 episodes of the show left before we wrap up season one. As per usual, the transcript link and content warnings can be found in the show notes. This episode is season one, episode 10, a council meeting. Enjoy. Jamie, this will all go so much better for the both of us if you just tell me why you were in the woods. I can't. I'm sorry. You said you brought a tape recorder with you. Uh, Yeah, some animal must have taken it. Animal? You say that like you're not certain. I'm perfectly certain. You can't tell me what's going on? God, don't you trust me? Actually, you're one of the only people I trust right now. And I need you to trust me. Uh, That's not fair. I'll trust you when you tell me the reason behind your sleepwalking. I'll trust you when your actions don't get me landed in hot water with the head of the council. I didn't think about that. I'm sorry, Book. I should have. Damn right. You could have cost me my job. I... I'm so sorry. (sighs) Yes, I know you are. Do we really have to talk to her? Yes. And you're here to... what? Vouch for me? I can't vouch that you're of sound mind right now when I'm not sure of it myself. I can't lose my job. Then pull your acts together! I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamie. That was mean. You're going through something. No, you're right. I need to pull it together and stop dragging my feet. After you? Hello, Miss Lop. Booker? Good morning, Lena. Good morning, Miss Elspeth. Tell me what you're doing here, Miss Lop. Inappropriate behavior on an archaeological site. That about sums it up. And you realize I could destroy you for this, correct? Smear your name in the mud so much that the archaeology community will laugh when they see you in their applications for jobs. Lena, that's... Let me finish. I would like you to give me one reason why I shouldn't fire you on the spot. I couldn't sleep. You couldn't sleep? No. I've been having sleepwalking issues lately. Uh, Bad nightmares. I end up at the dig site a lot. I thought if I slept there, I don't know, I wouldn't sleepwalk. This sounds like a classic case of youth privilege and overreaction. Oh, you have one tiny mental problem, and suddenly you can do whatever you want. The entitlement is honestly still so surprising. I'm not entitled. Miss Locke, let me tell you about yourself. You are an abnormal worker. You miss shifts. You show up ridiculously early. You refuse to submit your findings to our department. You stay late. You wander the woods, you scream and disrupt the neighbors, and overall you are utterly rude. I'm unconvinced. I'll draft up your severance. Wait, wait, I I have something else to say. Make it quick. I have more pressing matters to attend to. I'm sorry for causing the council and the town so much trouble. I know my work has been sloppy lately, but I love this job and this opportunity. Please, Miss Elspeth, I promise I won't let you down again. Humility. Now we're getting somewhere. I suppose I will give you four weeks to prove me wrong. Thank you. Don't get too excited. You're still on thin ice. Now, if you leave Booker and I alone for a moment. Of course. Thank you for not firing her. I was close, Booker. Don't test it right now. She's a good kid. 
She's just going through a rough patch. You're genuinely worried about her, aren't you? She's just pulling your leg. She's making excuses. Uh, you didn't hear her screaming. She was shaking, freezing cold and out of her mind. She's not faking. Possibly. Or she's a good actress. How are the others? January seems upset all the time. Emil seems particularly tired. And Leo's been more cynical. Any cause for concern? Nothing I've noticed. I know you understand the importance of this, but this crew's behavior reflects on all of us in Middleton. You'll keep them in check? Yes, I swear. And if you don't, that responsibility falls entirely on your shoulders. I'll keep them in check if it kills me. I've got this. I won't deny that you're a strong worker, Booker, but I worry about this little ragtag crew you've put together. You needn't, really. Good. You're dismissed. One moment. Yes? Do you know anything about a professor named Henry Arthur? Yes, actually. Why do you ask? No reason in particular. What do you know about him? He was one of Marc Dubois' professors at his school for the blind. Wait. Marc Dubois has in... Yes, the one with the murdered brother, Matthew. Do you know if it's possible to contact Mark? As far as I know, Mark ran into the woods and got devoured by a wild animal. He hasn't contacted anyone in 34 years. Thanks. Don't go dredging up old business. Don't worry, Lena. I won't. Thank you so much for listening. Ritualistic Podcast would like to acknowledge that we create our stories on stolen land. The land we occupy belongs to the Eastern Shoshone and Goshute peoples. This episode starred Jay Short as Jamie Locke, Seth Stone as Booker Chauncey, and Melissa Warner as Lena Elspeth. The episode was written by Morgan Champagne, sound designed by Seth Stone, and the ritualistic theme which played at the beginning and end of the episode was composed by Sophia Weaver. The episode was produced by Morgan Champagne and Seth Stone. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in a little while.